when I've been with a client for so long and I see them like still super stuck and, you know, things just aren't moving forward and they're not getting the momentum and they're feeling really down about their business. That's when I'm like, okay, we've got to narrow things in. Let's just get very specific and let's go see what happens. Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic, the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome back everybody to class two. We are diving into mastering your mindset and really honing in on knowing your ideal customer avatar. Now, remember these are Facebook lives. We're pulling the recordings. You might hear me talking to people in the comments and the chat box. And I hope again, you can just see beyond that and really grasp all the content and the knowledge and the info that is shared in today's class. Really excited for you to dive in. I know a lot of people get super confused about narrowing down their niche and really diving into their ICA, their customer avatar. And so many people get really stuck in this specific spot and it really holds them back from moving forward. And they often feel really paralyzed. And let's face it, we're humans. So what we do is we overcomplicate things. We make it way harder than it needs to be. So I really hope that today's class is going to give you some support around that and some clarity so that you can take action and that you can move forward. Let's dive into class two, mastering your mindset, knowing your ideal customer avatar. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to day two. I really am hoping that you're going to feel so much more at ease and like you really do have control of this and you know more than perhaps you think you do. So I'm really, I'm really excited to dive in. All right. I've got my coffee in hand. All right. So um, I'm really curious, actually, if anybody here does not have an email list, let me know in the comments, just say like no list. Um, I'm curious to know, because if you don't have a list, uh, I mean, Vanessa is going to dive a bit deeper in, into that tomorrow, but I'm just really curious, um, if you don't have a list because you got to start your email list guys. Okay. Not yet. No email list me. I don't have one yet. Okay. It's all good. Um, this is always the first place that we start off with in our, in our mentorship program, because your list is so important. And we're not actually talking about list building today. I was just really curious. Vanessa will be diving in into it tomorrow. Um, I don't yet, but have a plan to get one started next month. Super new to business. It's all good. I don't have an email list until I become a practitioner. Uh, don't wait. Do not wait. You want to start building your list right now. Um, it's small, but it exists. I have one, but not nurturing it. Okay, great. So you're going to start. You're going to start nurturing it. Um, I've got MailChimp. Okay. All good. So you don't have to wait. I have so many students in our mentorship program who are literally going through 
school right now to be like a nutritionist and st- whatever study nutrition. And they are literally brand new in the field. Like they haven't graduated nothing and they are already in school and they're already doing the business stuff. They're enrolled in our mentorship, putting all the business fundamentals in place and they're going through school. And when they graduate, well, let's face it, they're going to be much farther ahead than many of their colleagues. And they're going to have so many things set up for them and be like ready to run. So do not wait on things like that. Okay. All right. So, um, I went through a lot of the homework and the questions that you guys were answering. And it was it just awesome. Thank you so much for doing that and taking action and for showing up for yourself. That's really, really powerful. So totally commend you for doing that. Um, something I want to point out as I was going through it, I think a few times I saw the word need, like I need 10 clients a month. I need 15 clients a month. And I want us to be really conscious about our language because you don't need that, okay? You you want that. You would like that, right? You would like to work with 10 clients a month. And language is really important to me. We talk a lot about language in our mentorship and with our students and, um, you know, your copy and the words that you use. It's It's really powerful. And so... I never want you to feel like you're in this space of desperation. And I've seen it so many times. It's, you know, students that I've coached. And um, actually next week, you're going to hear from one of my students who's who's graduated. And we're doing some Q&As next week, FYI. So it doesn't all just end here. We're doing some Q&As next week. And you're going to hear directly from students who have been in your position, who are like brand new, just starting out, or they're a couple of years in business. And you're just going to hear like their full transparency and honesty. And um, that's powerful because we can learn so much from each other and from sharing our stories. And and it's important to see that you're not alone in this journey. So you're going to hear from um, some of our awesome students next week. But, uh, you know, I can think of one of my students top of mind. And there was this like desperation to getting clients. And she was so attached to it that what would happen is she would get on these sales calls and she would, she was so desperate for the client that she would like lower her rates and just basically do whatever she could just to get the client on board to make them happy and just to get them to say yes. And what ends up happening is that ends up putting you in a position where number one, you didn't charge what your real value is. And then you end up resenting showing up and working with those clients because they really didn't pay the value, right? And so um, that's really important. That's really important. So I really want you to be conscious of your language when you're in this like um, desperation mode. Okay, I see Liz is laughing. I don't know if this is because maybe this like relates to you in any sort of way. Um, maybe you want to expand on me uh, on that for me. But um, this definitely is something that I see happen a lot. We're like constantly discounting and I need this person and we feel really desperate. And I get that because especially if you're in the new stages of business and um, you want to work with people, like I get it. When I was just starting out, I was like, I'll work with anybody who's going to pay me money. Okay. You're going to pay me to give you a meal plan and talk nutrition and support you. Sure. Whatever, you know, like I'll work with anybody. But the problem is that you do end up really resenting the work and the clients. And then that's not 
that's not a powerful way to show up for people and coach them and, and support them, right? Done so many discounts. Yeah. So Friday, we're going to talk about money mindset and we're going to talk about sales because it is such a sticky point for so many of us. And it's really important that we acknowledge the discomfort within ourselves when it comes to money and that we start to really step forward and let go of this fear and let go of the uncomfortableness. And we start to own our worth and the value that we're putting out there because what happens is energy attracts energy, like attracts like. If you're in a desperate mode and you're devaluing yourself, you are most likely attracting those same clients. Okay. And then again, you get into a position where you're resentful and you don't love what you're doing. And so this is why today is going to be such a powerful day because we really want to get clear on the type of person we want to work with. So we're going to talk about our, our, our ideal customer avatar, and we're going to talk about our niche and we're going to from there, expand on that and talk about our messaging because it all connects. Okay. So if you've discounted and you've done all that and you felt like you've been in a desperate space, it's okay. Forgive yourself for it. Don't worry about it. Now you get to move on from that and let that no longer be the way. Okay. You get to leave that behind. And I really want you to start stepping into that next more powerful worthy, like amazing, powerful coach that you are. And I really want you to start owning that. Okay. So we're now officially going to dive into our class today for messaging and niche and ICA. ICA means ideal customer avatar. Okay. So when you hear me say that, that's, that's what it means. So today is really important because this is an area where a lot of us get stuck and we are very vague. And we really want to make sure that we have clarity when it comes to who we want to work with, because you're going to hear me say this multiple times that if you're working with everybody, or if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. So when I say vague, when we're like, oh, I just want to help people get healthy. What does that actually mean? That is super vague right? And if you're just posting generic health information online and wellness information online, that's been done before. That's all over the place. People can find that everywhere. But if you could post specific information about, for example, thyroid health and thyroid healing and thyroid healing foods and thyroid testing and how the thyroid's connected to the adrenals and inflammation and gut health, and you're the thyroid expert, well, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to have all the people who want help with their thyroid come to you. So it's really important that we get clear. Now, when it comes to your niche and your ideal customer avatar, they're two different things. So let me break this down for you. Your niche is, for example, working with women who need thyroid health, uh, thyroid healing, right? Working with hypothyroidism, okay? That's your niche. And then your ideal customer avatar is who's the actual person. So we know you want to work with women who are dealing with hypothyroid. Okay, we've got that. That's the niche. But the actual person, let's break that down even more. The person that you maybe want to work with is over 30, 
they are, uh, they're, you know, like a career driven woman, their busy lifestyle, married, have kids, typically putting themselves last. They have, uh, they're not really eating consistently and snacking and grazing. And um, they're a bit confused about nutrition and what to eat to support their thyroid. They're probably on Synthroid and their medication and their dosaging keeps going up. They've tried numerous diets because now their weight is starting to creep up. Their cycle is changing. Their moods are really erratic. Their sleep is impacted. That's your ideal customer avatar. Does that make sense? Okay. See how specific I was getting there? We have the niche, which is thyroid, but then we have the person. Who's the person? What is their pain? What is their problem? What are they feeling? What are they dealing with? Are they married? Are they stay-at-home moms? Do they, you know, are they uh, entrepreneurs? What does that look like? So I'd love to hear from you guys. Does, number one, does this make sense? And who feels that maybe they haven't been specific enough with this? Um, And maybe if you are specific, I'd love to hear from you. Like, go ahead and share with me here a little bit more about your niche and your ideal customer avatar, right? Who that person is. So, you know, for example, in my business, right? I, I don't just work with anybody. I work with women entrepreneurs who want to build a co- an online coaching business in the health and wellness space, right? That's specifically who I work with. So what I do and all that I teach can be transferable to multiple industries. I have worked with artists who have wanted to create their online business and get their art sold and, um, and teach art classes online. I have worked with lawyers who wanted to create a program to help students learn how to study and pass the LSAT. And I've helped, you know, multiple industries. However, if I'm talking to all of these industries, it becomes really um, vague. But when I narrow it down and really focus on the industry that I'm passionate about, and of course I have experience in health and wellness then and fitness, that's the area that makes more sense for me to really show up and, and coach for in, in that industry, right? So now I've got that niche, right? I've narrowed that down, but then who is the person that I really want to work with inside of my program, right? Well, it's the woman who is just starting out in business. She's feeling lost, confused, doesn't understand how to get clients, doesn't really know how to market herself and put herself out there, is feeling um, a bit overwhelmed, is not really trusting in themselves and feeling that confidence to show up and do the work and help transform people's lives. I'm also working with women in business who are coaches that have already a few years in business and they've gotten some traction and they've gotten clients and they have some experience. They have some online programs, but they're feeling a bit stuck. They're feeling like things are sort of working, but they're a bit stagnant and they can't get to that next level. And they're feeling really stuck and can't see what's missing and what they need to tweak or refine so that they can now continue to grow and get to that next level. So we often have those two ideal customer avatars. Those are really my avatars of the women that come into our program. And I should say, we definitely have had men come into our program as well. Um, And I, if they're the right fit, 
and they're in, you know, the perfect stage of business for me, then great. Um, I'll definitely take them into the mentorship, but typically my marketing is towards women. Okay. Candace says, makes sense. I've definitely had trouble for figuring this out, especially because I've worked with very few clients at this point. I just don't know yet. Yeah. I totally get that. And, um, it's important to understand that in the beginning stages of business, it's okay to go out there and work with all kinds of people. Like it really is okay because that's going to give you experience. It's going to help you build your confidence and it's going to allow you to see who you really want to work with and who you don't. But there's also a fine line of when we really want to refine and grow and scale and like truly turn this into a business and get clear in our marketing Again, when it's super scattered with all these people, we got to start to narrow it down. But in the beginning, it's going to be it's going to be a bit of a mishmash. You're not going to have 100% clarity on your niche. You're just not. Like it's okay. You might have like 50 to 60% clarity. Start there. That is totally okay. Um and what are your thoughts on focusing on symptoms as the niche versus specific conditions, i.e. working with women who struggle with energy issues, digestion, and weight? Yeah. So that's fine, right? I mean, ultimately, I think you have to... So this is something that I always see with energy issues. Your ideal client, when when I... Because I... and. I had somebody in my mentorship that was specifically working with like energy and like low energy. And so it was interesting because all of her marketing was about, well, you have low energy, you know, get the, get the guide to how to feel more energized and everything was all around, you know, energy, energy. And I said to her, I'm like, the thing is, if you're working with women who aren't feeling energized in their life, the thing is, They don't know what having energy feels like, but what they do know is fatigue. So this is where language matters and understanding deeper into those symptoms and what they're really feeling so that you can speak to that because women, you're not trying to actually help them have energy. I mean, yes, you are, but what you're really trying to do is help them overcome the fatigue. Does that make sense? So You're actually flipping that on its head. So there's nothing wrong with focusing on the symptoms, but let's get really clear on like, cause there's a million, a million symptoms. So let's get really clear on like, what are the symptoms that's like really your specialty and you really want to focus on. And then from there, let's think about that, that specific woman, um, specifically the ideal customer avatar and really break down what they're feeling and what their problems are. Um, Sarah, it makes sense. I've been exploring where I want to niche for a while and still haven't landed on something. So for now, I'm just creating a website and being genuine about what wellness is to me. And we'll see where that takes me. I thought about niching in things I've managed myself, like acne, for example, but niching on one thing feels boring to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So fair enough. So here's, this is a really good point. Um, a lot of us are scared to niche down because we feel like if we just niche down, we're going to miss the opportunity of speaking to more people. And it actually doesn't work that way. It's actually quite the opposite because when you niche down, it means you're speaking more to the right people. So I get that it might feel kind of boring, but what happens is you might end up spinning your wheels for quite some time because your messaging is a bit vague. But 
if you start with acne and create some programs around there and build your list and do some lead magnets specifically around acne, use that to build momentum. Use that to bring in clients, to gain experience, to put protocols together, to go out there and coach and like use it to build the momentum. And then as you have that momentum and you have some money coming in and you have some experience, now you can go out there and expand and do some other things. Okay. So that's just my suggestion is that start in that one area. It would be great for you to start with acne because you have experience in it, right? You can go out there and really hone in on your marketing specifically with that, with the the message of healing acne. And then, like I said, over time, now you're going to get the experience, the momentum, the money will be coming in. You'll have a little bit of that like security now go out and create the other things that you want to do. But when we start out with like trying to do all of the things, then it becomes harder to build the momentum. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I'm in the health and wellness and my, my ID, my ideal person is stay at home moms that live through COVID with little kids and have struggled with weight and money have lost their self and feel stuck. Yeah, absolutely. So that's really, really good. Um, and I would even get more clear on this and, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to write it all here, but just for yourself is like getting clear and like, what does that mean losing their self and feeling stuck? Like, like in, in what, right? So even clarify that for yourself even more so that when you're speaking to these women and you're making content and you're posting uh, social media posts and writing newsletters, you can really speak to them and like understand, they, they know that you can understand them. Okay. Hello, another Samantha, uh, makes sense. Need to focus on my niche, but my ICA is busy working moms, typically over 30, trying to juggle everything. They're wanting to get back into their fitness routine and make good nutrition and make good, easy nutrition choices. Okay. Awesome. Again, like really good. We just, and, and I get like, we don't have, have, we don't want to write out like an entire novel here. So you guys might be keeping it pretty short, but just for your own sake, definitely spend some time, um, narrowing it down and getting really specific about that, that ideal client, what they're struggling with, what they're feeling. So we really want to speak to the problems. What are the problems this person is dealing with? What is the pain that they're going through? And it's not like we're trying to capitalize and making money off of people's pain, right? That's terrible, but we, I I use that language because I think we can all understand it, right? Let's face it. People are in pain, whether that's physical, emotional, mental. So what does that look like? Let's just expand on what that really means and looks like to the, for this person. And then we can really speak to that and speak to it with integrity and with care and with love. Right. Um, so that's why we just want to make sure that we're speaking to the problems, understanding the pain. What does that look like? And then the next thing I really want you to do is to start thinking about the gap. So what I mean by the gap is what is missing for this person? What's missing in their life, in their, in their nutrition, whatever, in their everyday, like what, what's missing? What's the gap that's going to take them like from A to B, but also what's the gap in the industry? So for example, you know, weight loss, we see all the time, right? About work out and count calories and here's macros, right? Like, but there's a gap here in the weight loss industry. The gap is that 
hormones aren't being addressed, right? Well-being isn't being addressed. Um, what it means to actually nourish your body. It's one thing to count calories. Sure. You can go eat 1200 calories of Oreos, or you could eat 1200 calories of nutritious food. What does that actually look like? Right? So what's the gaps that you can start to identify in the industry? Things that maybe other programs or practitioners have missed that you can address. Right? So I hope that makes sense. If you want me to expand on that, let me know. Um, I'm looking for women who want more from their life, which can be any, which can be anyone, can be moms, can be a single person. Sometimes these people are not even realizing until they see someone who actually can change their life and will do it after meeting me. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So again, very vague, but I would really expand on wants more from their life. What does that even mean? Right. You have to really be clear with what that means because, um, it's going to allow you to better communicate with them, right? So how many times do we see things like, yeah, you want more from your life or you want more from your business, but what does that really mean, right? Like if I were to host the, this five-day workshop and just say like, come to the five days and learn about marketing, doesn't land very powerfully the way that come to the legendary lead generation training to learn how to get consistent leads and make sales. Well, that makes more sense. That's more specific, right? So let's keep breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down. My niche is prenatal nutrition. My ICA is women who are newly pregnant, want to do the best for their baby, but are feeling overwhelmed about all the conflicting advice, are you prenatal nutrition? Love it. Okay. That's fantastic. Thanks for sharing that. Jen, I want to work with women over 30 are pregnant or want to get pregnant in postpartum as well. Still need to work on the client avatar. Yeah, but you have an idea there, which is really great. Um, I have a better idea of my ideal client versus my niche. Yeah, totally. And maybe just for right now, um, your niche is, it could be acne, right? Like you could te technically be in the acne niche for just right now, but I get how you said earlier, like that's boring, but you can expand later on. Um, what is the first step to building an email list? Rachel, we are going to learn all about that tomorrow. So bring that question to Vanessa tomorrow. She's going to talk all about that, the tech platforms to consider and that you want to set up, um, and how to actually get people to sign up to your email list. She's going to talk all about that tomorrow. So definitely bring that question for that. Um, positive message messaging with solutions work best. Yes, absolutely. Um, recently I signed up a woman who didn't know what I'm doing till I personally texted her and told her what I do. And she told me she doesn't want to work anymore. She wants to do what I'm doing and she's super excited about it. And we never met. Okay. That's awesome. Um, okay. So we want to identify the problem and the pain. Okay. Start really thinking about what this ideal customer, what are they going through? What are they struggling with? What are they feeling? What are the things that they're Googling and staying up late at night, you know, two in the morning, like going on Google searching answers for like, what does that look like? Okay. Really start to identify that. Then I want you to identify the gap. What's missing in this person's life or their nutrition, their health or wellness that you can help fill that gap for them. But what is the gap that's also missing in the industry that you can fill the gap in there with your business and your marketing, okay? And then start to think about what's the solution that you actually offer? What is that solution, right? What, if you are working with people in a three-month program, for example, 
What's the solution? What are the things you're taking them through? And this is sometimes where we get um, really stuck because we want to give people like all of the things, but actually that confuses people. So I want you to keep it really simple. What does your solution look like? Okay. So now we're going to move into the next step, which is about really mastering your message. Because once you know who you're working with, then you want to be able to speak to those people really clearly, right? And um, this next part is going to be great because I'm going to give you some frameworks and some templates that you can work with and kind of like some fill in the blanks and some great examples, okay? So mastering your message. Let's kind of switch gears to that. So I've got two examples that I'm going to give you. And um, the first example is what we call the caveman messaging framework. And then the second example is more of like a story, like a narrative storytelling. And so I'm going to go and break those down for you. Okay. So why we call the first one, the caveman messaging, it's basically like, think about the Flintstones. Does your messaging pass you know, the dinner test at, you know, at, at Flintstones. And what I mean by that is if you're sitting down and having dinner with the Flintstones and they ask you what you do, is your messaging clear enough and simple and concise and free of jargon? And there's no extra details that if they ask you what you're, you know, you're sitting down with the Flintstones and having dinner and they ask you what you do, that you can simply explain what you do in just one quick sentence and it's simple and clear, free of jargon, okay? So something that could be said in like 20 seconds or less. It's kind of like your elevator pitch in a way, okay? So what this is, is the who, the what, and the transformation. So I help who with what so that transformation can happen, okay? I help who with what so that transformation can happen. It's the who, it's the what, and it's the transformation. So those are the blanks that you're going to fill in. So this is why we started with ideal customer avatar. So you could get those ideas spinning and start thinking about them and who that person is, the niche that you're in, what does that all look like? Now let's really narrow down and fill in the blank. I help who with what, so that transformation. Here are some examples. This is my example. I help women entrepreneurs get consistent leads and grow and scale an online business so they can make a steady five figures a month, right? Really quick, simple pitch. Um, I help business owners save time and make sales on Instagram. I help women fall deeply in love with themselves so they can become a magnet for success. I style women without breaking their bank so they can look and feel confident. These are just some examples, right? So does anybody want to take this for a test run and post it in the comments? Um, I help who with what so that transformation can happen. Okay, so those are just some examples. Um, so we want to make sure that it's concise, that it's clear, that it's free of jargon. And this is why I give you this really simple framework because it will also help you feel clarity. And that's really important because if we don't have clarity when it comes to our messaging, then it just, it becomes really hard to connect with people. It becomes really hard to communicate to people what we actually do, right? And 
that's a big struggle that I know a lot of people have is like, yeah, people ask me what I do. And I just say like, yeah, oh, I'm a nutrition coach. And so oftentimes when people hear something like that nutrition coach, oh, well, you can help me lose weight. Well, maybe not. Maybe you don't want to be in the weight loss space and that's not your niche, right? So, oh, you can um, give me a meal plan. Well, maybe you don't do meal planning, right? Like it leaves it very open-ended. And so when somebody asks you what you do, we want to try not to leave it open-ended. We want it to be very, really clear. I help women restore their metabolism with a root cause approach to ditch dieting. I like it. It's really good. I help women. Um, are you a root cause practitioner, Rachel? Did you go through Morley Robbins program? I did as well. And it was like amazing. Um, I help women restore. Hold on. Wait, I'm just pulling something up here to see if I could help narrow that even more, narrow it down a little bit more for you. I help women restore their metabolism. So with a root cause approach, I would maybe change that up because we know what that means, but your ideal client has no idea what root cause means, right? They don't know. So this is another thing that's really important is that we often, because we're the experts, we're the practitioners, we use language that makes sense to us, but it doesn't make sense to our ideal customer avatar, right? They don't know what root cause means. So we really want to make sure we simplify it. And Rachel, I know that there are a lot of practitioners online saying that with a root cause approach. And personally, I would have them change that because if somebody were to come, for example, like say you took that and put that in your Instagram bio, which would be great to do FYI. This is what, this is why we build on each day because on day four, I'm going to tell you to basically put this in your Instagram bio. Um, if you put that as your Instagram bio and somebody lands on that, they might be like, oh, okay, cool. Metabolism, but like root cause approach, what does that even really mean? So that's just a suggestion. It's just a suggestion because oftentimes we use language, like I said, that people don't really know because, you know, we're the smarty pants when it comes to health and wellness. We we've done the schooling, we get it. So if we can even flip it to even make it way more simpler so that they can understand, but that's really, really good. Um, Liz, I help people and pets heal their body, uh, mind. I think maybe that's what you're trying to say, heal their body, mind, and spirit so they can live their best lives. I help people and pets. Interesting. Um, there's probably some things we can clarify there. Uh, like, are you specifically working with pet owners? Is that really the thing you really want to do? I know you mentioned it yesterday. Um, so they can inspire, so they can live their best lives. So like with pets, I feel like you almost actually have two different niches. I feel like you have like people that you're actually working with and like, that's one business. And like you help people overcome what, you know, heal their mind, their mind, body, spirit, so they can live their best lives. Okay. So that's one thing. But then on the other side, there's like pets that could literally be a whole other niche in and of itself, right? Pets, like healing their spirit, healing their mind. Some people may not totally connect to that, but like, is there something specific ailment wise with pets that you work with? You maybe even want to like break that down a little bit more, but um, you're definitely on the right path. I help stay at home moms make money and change their weight. 
Cool. Okay. I like that. Um, you might want to add one little piece there on the end. I, I help stay-at-home moms make money and change their weight so that what? So that they can what? Um, would love to hear what would you suggest to replace root cause? Yeah, I'm going to think on that one and see what I can come up with. Think about what you do, right? What are the things that you do? Um, you know, you, what does root cause really mean? Like, what are the things that you're doing to get to the root cause nutrition, right? Um, um, I help women restore their metabolism with nourishing foods with, you know, something like that. Um, with ancestral eating, I, I say that cause that's kind of like how I see the root cause approach. Right. And so that they can ditch dieting, you know, play around with some of those words there. Um, I help individuals regain their energy, fix digestive issues and sustainably lose weight so they can feel confident and enjoy all the things they love to do once again. Love it. Okay. That's really good. I help women with weight loss so they can feel amazing in their own skin by replacing whoop, bad habits with good nutrition, but still have some cheat days. Okay. I, I like that. That's really good. Um, I help teenage girls manage anxiety and mental health through nutrition and wellness to become leaders in their lives. Okay. Awesome. That's really beautiful. Um, something to note here when it comes to teenage girls is that you're most likely not marketing to teenage girls. You're marketing to parents, you're marketing to moms. So that's probably who your, like your ideal customer avatar is the teenager, sure, and what they're struggling with, but it's also the parents, right? Because let's face it, most teenage girls like on their own aren't probably going to come and be able to afford your services, right? Um, or a lot of them don't care. You know, a lot of them, and, and I say this just from experience of like teaching um, young girls and going to like workshops and teaching them about their cycles and their periods and their health and nutrition, all of that. They're on the birth control pill. They just want an easy way out. And a lot of them just don't see the importance of implementing, you know, a healthy lifestyle or going gluten-free or sugar-free or whatever that is. Like they could care less, right? So we have to narrow it down even more because teenage girls, um, and it's not to say that that's the case across the board with all of them, but I think you, when you think about your marketing, you have to think about the parents, the mom or the dad, who's most likely dealing with the teenager that's dealing with anxiety and mental health. And it's the both of them that really, really want that support. So, um, but otherwise like that's really, really good. And uh, on the same note, we know that so many teenage girls really need help in that, in that regard. So I totally commend you for doing that. Um, it's a great niche to be in. Originally thought of this, help women who want to feel better, who know there's something off and can't quite pinpoint it, who know there's more out there for them and are ready to do what it takes to go for it, which might be a bit general. So I revised it to this. I help women reconnect to their authentic selves and feel empowered to implement change toward feeling their best energized lit up self. Yeah, definitely a lot more narrowed down. So that's really, really good. Um, I help women connect to their authentic selves and feel empowered to implement change toward feeling their best energized lit up selves. Yeah. Now, are you working on just their nutrition or it's beyond that? I'm assuming it's probably beyond that. Like maybe nutrition is a part of it, but you're also helping with like lifestyle things. Maybe is there some like life coaching in there as well? 
Um, that sounds really, really good. Uh, Rachel, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. I hope that suggestion helps. I've been struggling with this. Who is my client? Yeah, I think a lot. Um, it's true. They act like they don't care, but deep down they do. 100%. They do care. I think it's just that for them to initiate the conversation with you will be a challenge. But for the parents to initiate the conversation with their teenager, that um, that's probably who, like how that's going to get initiated and how you're going to get that client, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so I, I think it's just, when you think about marketing, you're again, you're, you're more, you're more often speaking to the parents than you are the actual teenager. And I don't want to, um, you know, overstep by any means, but are you, is this experience that you've gone through yourself and I'm only asking because if that's the case, and maybe you've gone through this with like, you know, your own teenager or, or children in your own life, um, then it's powerful to be able to share that story. And this goes for everybody. Oftentimes, our niche is, or our ideal client, I should say, our ideal client is us. It's ourselves. I know when I first started out in this space, when like I started out and I was like working with everybody and anybody. Okay. And then that taught me a lot because I was like, I don't want to work with men's health. I don't want to do kids nutrition. I don't want to do family nutrition, but I really love working with women. And so that helped. And then as I really started to like hone in and get into the online space and really understand the power of niching down and being more specific, I was like, well, what's the area that comes really naturally for me to talk about. And for me, that was like PMS and the birth control pill and just like cycle health. I went through my own issues with the pill and with PMS, like I had my own experience. So it made sense for me to work with women who were going through the same thing, right? So I overcame issues with my cycle and period pain and, you know, PMS symptoms and the birth control pill and getting off of the pill and supporting my cycle. And it was just like my zone of genius. And that's what came really naturally for me. So when I was really starting to hone in, I was kind of calling myself the period fixer upper. That's where I started. And on my website, it would, it would say a period fixer upper, super clear, very concise. And so I would work with women, you know, helping them connect with their cycles, sync their cycles, get off the birth control pill. And then um, it's all good. If you have to leave, go to work. Thank you so much for being here. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce your name right. Jaroslava, Jara, Jaroslava. I don't know. And I'm sorry if I'm, if I totally pronounce that incorrectly, but thanks for being here and you can totally watch the replay. Um, so that's where I started. I started with period health and what ended up happening was that started to escalate and transform women with PCOS started to come my way. And I got really deep into PCOS and then PCOS, there's often a lot of insulin resistance, weight gain. So then it started to go into weight loss. And then women with thyroid issues were coming to see me. And then that started to escalate with like thyroid and weight gain. There was always this underlying hormonal issue and weight gain, hormones and weight gain, hormones and weight gain. So that's how my practice started to transform. I started very specific with period health, then to PCOS, then to thyroid health. And then it really became hormones and weight loss. Then I was able to really expand because I built this healthy 
kind of like infrastructure and I had built this momentum and I had all these great client testimonials and results. And then it just was allowed, allowed me to really open up and expand. So that's why Sarah, I was just using that as an example with acne. That might be the thing to really hone in and focus on, but that was just an example. You don't have to do that. Um, okay. Let me go back to some of these. Um, I help working professionals create healthy habits so they can maintain so that they can maintain even with their busy schedules. Yes. Um, maybe expand on that a little bit so they can maintain what? Um, I help women who are entrepreneurs and over 30 and have, and who have a, whoops, sorry, it just keeps skipping on me here and who have a hormonal imbalance and are overwhelmed with busy life. So I will build habits on how to help on how to have a hormonal, personal, and professional balance. Okay, good. I would still even narrow it down a little bit more because it's a bit warty. Um, I help entrepreneurial women over 30, right? Uh, optimize their hormones and overcome feelings of overwhelm. And, you know, like, I'm just trying, trying to narrow it down a little bit for you there. So just giving some examples there. Um, I help busy moms learn safe, simple, and sustainable health and nutrition habits to feel better about themselves and set good examples for their kids. Ooh, that's a good one. Very, very clear. Um, I agree. My passion is helping teenage girls with nutrition, but also life coaching. I had little support as a teenager. I know that I could have used some guidance. Yeah. So if you feel comfortable being able to share a bit about your story, that's going to be great because what we're really doing is story selling. That's what our messaging is. We're story selling. Okay. So the more we could step into sharing that story, the more we're going to build a connection with people. Okay. We're going to go into the very last framework here. We did um, the first one, which is the caveman one. Now we're going to go into the narrative, the, the, narrative storytelling framework. Okay. And this one's a lot longer. You may not have time to answer this one here. It's okay. We're going to post, post it after the fact, and you can go and answer it um, in the homework after. Okay. So the A, this is called the ABT framework. It's narrative storytelling. And what it means is, and, but, and therefore. Okay. And is all about raising the stakes, but is about identifying the problem and therefore is all about revealing the solution. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example with little Miss Muffet. <laughs> okay. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet and eating her curds and whey, but along came a spider who sat down beside her and frightened, which is therefore, and therefore frightened Miss Muffet away. Okay. So you're setting the scene, which is little Miss Muffet sat on the tuffet, and you're raising the stakes. She's eating her curds in her way, but you're going to identify the problem. Along came a spider and sat down beside her, and therefore, what, you're revealing the solution. What happened? Frightened Miss Muffet, Miss Muffet away, right? So I want to see if I, I have some examples in business here. Let me um, pull this up real quick. So. Um, this one is an example I have written down. Um, I help career women who want to look good and feel confident at work, but they neither have time to choose outfits 
nor do they want to spend a lot of money on expensive clothing. Therefore, I help them remix their closet with signature looks and source gorgeous clothing from cost-effective stores so they can look good and feel confident and continue to make strides in their career. Okay? So what you're really doing is you are setting the scene, right? So the first one was setting the scene. I help career women who want to look good and feel confident at work. Okay, so you set the scene and then you're raising the stakes. But what? What's the problem? But they neither have time to choose outfits, nor do they want to spend a lot of money on expensive clothing. Therefore, what's the solution? You help them remix their closet with signature looks so they can feel gorgeous. Okay, so that one's a little bit longer, but it's also really helpful, this exercise, because the first one, who, what, transformation, that is really simple, clear, and concise that you can take that and put that in your Instagram bio. The second one that I just gave you right now, the ABT framework, the story, the storytelling is a little bit longer. And that is something that you can use in your bio, on your website, um, when you're talking about a program and you've created an online program and you've, you're writing the sales page for your online program and you want women to come sign up for this program, this is where you can be, you know, tell a little bit more of the story about setting the scene, you know, raising those stakes, but what is the problem and what's your solution, which is what your program is. It's the solution, right? So this is where you can use these. So the ABT framework is great because like I said, you can use it in your bio. So for example, if I am, um, if I'm going on a podcast, right. And I'm being, and I'm a guest on a podcast and they're interviewing me, I might want to send them this ABT framework to give them a little bit of, uh, of an idea of what it is that I do. So when they read my bio, they can say today on the podcast, I have Samantha Gladish and she helps career women look good and feel confident at work. But many women, you know, feel confused with choosing outfits and they don't want to spend money on expensive clothing. Therefore she is a specialist at helping women remix their closet, right? Like, and obviously that's not what I do. I'm just using that as an example, but that's where something like that can be really, really helpful and powerful. And you could use this longer version somewhere on your website, um, and in other areas for messaging. So it's a little bit long, but that one and the other one, they will both be posted in the homework so you can spend some time going through them. And I really encourage you to do that because it's just going to bring you more clarity. It's just really going to help you. And it's going to um, just overall help you become a better communicator. And that's what's really important. A lot of us don't know how to communicate what we do. It's, you know, a bit all over the place. So we really want to try and make it a bit more concise and narrow that down so we could just speak clearly with people. And then they really know what we do, who we are, what our services are. And it makes it easier for people to buy. When we complicate things, a complicated, if your communication is complicated, then we've complicated the buyer that chance, that opportunity for somebody to buy. We've made it really complicated for them. Okay, so I want to see if there's some questions. If there's any questions, let's spend a few minutes here um, going through any questions. Um, Need some advice. I have two niches listed below. How shall I proceed? Shall I choose one or combine them? I help health and wellness conscious 
person who are overworked and overstressed want to improve well-being through natural remedies and holistic living. I help corporate professional women leave from their nine to five to pursue passion and heart-centered business, create a lifestyle they want without fear of uncertainty and failure. So this is really a question you're going to have to answer for yourself because what do you feel more aligned with? What feels right for, you know, for you, Mona, like what are you, you're probably lit up by both. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do one or the other, but you are speaking to very, you know, two very different niches. There could potentially be a way to combine them, right? So if you're working with professional women who want to take this leap from their nine to five and pursue a passion and heart-centered business, then perhaps part of that and working with those professional women is that you also incorporate aspects of health and wellness and well-being, right? So there could probably be a way for you to combine them there. Um, so I would explore that and really sit with that and see and see what feels good for you. Uh, LOL, my ideal client is me. I had my son at 39 and had a healthy pregnancy and want to help women do the same. Beautiful. I love that. So um, that's great. And share that story. Tell that story because a lot of people need, uh, a lot of women want support, right? A lot of women are wanting to get pregnant later in life. And so having that support is really helpful, especially because we know that once you hit that certain age, when you go to the, to the doctor, there's like so much fear mongering around pregnancy and being, you know, older. So I think having a space where they can feel supported is going to be really important. So I think that that's a really great Jen. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Liz, you're stuck three niches. I need help narrowing it down a combo approach. I think, um, yeah, you probably could find a way to maybe have a combo approach there for sure. Um, I would just spend some time. I'm trying to go back here to, to what you wrote. Um, you probably want to just spend some time, like really feeling through, what is really the zone of genius for you? What's the area that like you really love to work with? And ultimately, when we're starting out in business, like we're trying to bring in money, right? So it might make sense to really just ask yourself, like which of these niches, if I have like three right now that I'm thinking about, which of these niches is going to make the most sense to get to profit, like to have profitability the quickest, because that's going to be helpful. And when we become so stressed about the profit and bringing in money, like there's nothing wrong with doing the thing. We still want to do the thing with integrity and the thing that we love, but like doing that, the thing that's going to actually bring in the profits, maybe that's how you end up kind of deciphering through your niches, because that profit is going to help you feel a bit of, a bit of security to help you move forward, to move into the other niches that you want to do. So there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, can I have more than one ICA? And if so, how do I speak to both of them? For example, my niche is prenatal nutrition, but a newly pregnant client will have a different needs than someone nearing the end of their pregnancy or someone just preparing for pregnancy. Yeah. So, um, we've worked with so many women in our mentorship program who do like prenatal nutrition and kind of work with like all stages of pregnancy. And it's true. You are speaking to multiple niches. So ultimately like you are probably creating three different programs, right? You're maybe creating program for the prenatal, and then you're creating a program for 
women who like once they're actually pregnant and then you're creating for the postpartum, right? So it is, it can, it can become free or you're really creating something that's helping women right from the beginning and taking them through the whole thing, which would mean then the focus there is prenatal, right? So you could incorporate all those elements if you're working with somebody in prenatal nutrition, because if that person comes on board, you help them with prenatal nutrition, they get pregnant, you know, potentially, and then now they have your support while they're pregnant and then the support postpartum. So, you know, there could be a way to really incorporate all of it, but what it boils down to is that you're really speaking to the prenatal nutrition person, if that makes sense. Right. Um, yeah, we work with so many women in this space and, and it's amazing. We have, um, a student right now who's really working more so with fertility and like the spirituality aspect and like really connecting, uh, more to like themselves and their own healing to help them through like pregnancy and whatnot. It's really powerful. Um, you are awesome. Thanks. I thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Thanks. Um, so I hope that makes sense. I hope you guys got some clarity today, or maybe your brain is going to explode because you feel like it's so many things to think about. And when it comes to trying to like narrow down your niche and your ICA, like you just feel it's easy to feel really lost, right? Because we are all ultimately very multi-passionate and there's so many things we want to do. So I can just share from my experience and in the experience of coaching hundreds of students through our mentorship program, I will be fully transparent that the students who have had the hardest time and the most challenging time are the students who are speaking to just everybody and things are all over the place. And I will never forget one of my students just before he was graduating, one of the guys we had in our program he would just not listen to me. He wanted to do men's health and women's health. And, and that becomes really challenging because for example, like with weight loss, cause he was focusing on weight loss. And when you are speaking to the woman who wants to lose weight and the man that wants to lose weight, very different. You can't create content that speaks to both. You have to think about the woman who's trying to lose weight. Think about the 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 negative mindset, what she thinks about when she looks in the mirror, how she feels when she puts on her clothes, the hormonal ups and downs in her period and her cycle and her thyroid, her adrenals, like all of the things that can play a role with her with her weight, right? And that's not the case for men. You're not going to go and make content talking to men about their adrenal health or their low thyroid function. That doesn't resonate. So for the longest time, I kept telling him, narrow this down. Are you working with men or are you working with women? Because your messaging is all over the place that you can see no one feels captivated by the messaging because you're you're not communicating it clearly enough to really un- for that person to know that you understand them. Finally, he was like, fine, doing men's health. A month in, he, got, he gets a client. <laughs> and I was like, Yes, that's what happens, right? So once he started to change everything and like really start focusing on men, he literally like four weeks later got his first client. So it happens that way. And I also want to say like, as much as I am saying, like the, the power that I have seen in niching down, this is your business and you have to do it in a way that feels so aligned for you and that you're so lit up by and 
and that is authentic for you. And that's, you know, a big part of our mentorship program. And when I'm coaching my clients is like, I'm going to give you strategy and I'm going to tell you, maybe try this and do this and try it like this or change this and tweak this. And you're going to take that and run with it. But I want you to do it in a way that you feel aligned with. It's about taking the strategy that I'm going to give you and also trusting yourself and doing the thing that you love and combining the two so that it works for you. That's what's really, really important. What happens is when I've been with a client for so long and I see them like still super stuck and, you know, things just aren't moving forward and they're not getting the momentum and they're feeling really down about their business. That's when I'm like, okay, we've got to narrow things in. Like let's, you won't know unless you go out there and test it. You got to do lots of trial and error. So we see the momentum isn't building. You feel really stuck. Like you're pushing this big boulder up the hill. So here's what I really want you to go do. Let's just get very specific and let's go see what happens. And sure enough, that specificity often really helps. So I'm going to leave it on that note. And I thank you so much for being with me today. It means a lot. I really hope you guys learned a lot. Maybe there were some aha moments or some light bulbs that went off for you. And I'd love to hear what those are. We will be posting up the homework in the group. So please take action, do the work, answer the questions. It's really going to help you in your business and as you move forward. And tomorrow, Vanessa is going to be here. She's talking about lead magnets and list building and tech. So bring all your questions for her. It's going to be fantastic. I will see you guys back on Thursday. We're diving into social media growth and social media strategies. And I just really commend you all for showing up and being here again. I love seeing like the same people. You're taking action. You're showing up every day, making this a priority in your calendar. And that means you're making yourself a priority. You're making your business a priority. And that's really important, right? If you've got these big goals and dreams and desires, you're not going to get there unless it's a priority. So thank you so, so much. It's okay if you miss the first part. You can watch the replay. They'll be posted in the group. And I really appreciate your time and being with me. Thank you again. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for being with me today. If there's anybody that you know that can benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet left us a rating and a review, we would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. I'll connect with you next week.